Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. Today is obviously a very special episode. It's somehow 2023. I'm recording this, and it's not. It's still 22, so it feels kind of wrong to be excited about the new year, but by the time this comes out, it will be the new year, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Anyways, I am really excited to do this episode because I'm having a very full circle moment. I remember last year when I recorded my new year podcast episode, I guess I kind of talked about not necessarily my resolutions, but what the year taught me and what I learned being 20. And this year I'm going to talk about what I learned being 21 because somehow I'm turning 22 in two days. And I'm so pumped because I'm having like such a fun birthday party. And usually I hate my birthday because I get really anxious about bringing all of my friend groups together and just like I don't know, having to talk to all these people all day long. For some reason, it stresses me out, and it shouldn't because it's my birthday party. But this year, I don't feel like that. Like, I'm actually really pumped, and I'm really excited. And I got a mechanical bowl and a photo booth, like a photo booth, like an old-time photo booth, and I'm really, really excited. I am going to tell you, though, I'm really tired recording this episode. I'm not sure why. I didn't even wake up that early, and I've had plenty of caffeine today, but I think that I maybe had too much caffeine. So if I sound a little bit tired... That's probably why. I'm trying not to be. I'm trying to keep my energy up. Um, I would record this tomorrow, but life is moving quickly and I have to get it done today. And I want to get it done today because I want to talk to you guys about a few different things. I kind of want to talk to you about this year and what my biggest takeaways were and also what some of my resolutions are for next year. I've always been one to love New Year's resolutions. I know that a lot of people hate on them just because it's like, oh, what is a new year? Like nothing changes. Uh, for me, it does. Like I really do consider it a reset, a fresh start. I like to like let the past year be the past. And speaking of doing that, I recommend everyone go clean out your camera roll. I can confidently say I probably have the most unorganized and disastrous camera roll out of everyone listening to this. I have 213,000 pictures and videos and 22,000 videos. It's so scary, but I have started in, I think this is another reason I'm so tired. I've been staring at my screen all day long, just on my phone, just going through my videos. And it sounds like really pointless and easy, but just staring at them all day long brings so many emotions back. Number one, because I'm basically reliving my life from January till now through videos. And it's a weird feeling because I'm like reliving different. Anyways, besides the point, I'm a little bit all over the place. I think that you should clean out your camera roll because it feels so good. I've deleted maybe 3,000 videos so far and I just feel so refreshed. I'm like, wow, I can look through my camera roll and actually find what I'm looking for. I just recommend you do that before. Well, I guess you can't do it before the end of the year because it's already the new year. Before the end of 2023, at some point, clean out your camera roll. And I think that one of my biggest New Year's resolutions is to actually keep my camera roll decently organized compared to how it has been all of this year. Moving on. Let's just start by... I don't know. First, I'm going to say thank you guys for such an incredible year. I So much happened. And I I did a whole episode last week on competing with ourselves and how like we're constantly in competition with ourselves. And like personally, I really got myself down this year. I'm like, I didn't do that much. Like I didn't feel successful really in my work or, or in anything really besides in January and February. I feel like it just went downhill after that. But I was really looking at the smaller picture when I thought about that. We have done so many things this year and I'm really proud of me and I'm really proud of you. And if you're telling yourself you didn't do enough, turn that around and please give yourself some love. 
and give yourself a hug and remind yourself that you did great and that this was a really good year. And whether you gained like 10 million blessings from this year or 10 million lessons, it was very valuable. And we made it through. We made it through another year. And I also want to say I'm so excited for 2023. I have really, really big dreams and big goals and just a bunch of random things. And I'm just looking forward to it. I I deeply need a fresh start or a season two or like a new series. I just need to close the chapter of the book that was 2022 and open up to 2023. And I know that on the first, since it's the, what is it? The 28th right now? Yeah, it's the 28th right now. I'm going to wake up on the first, probably hungover, and I'm going to be like, dang it, I'm off to a bad start again. But if you are waking up this morning hungover, whatever the case may be, it's not too late. Just because it's January 2nd, your New Year's resolutions can start on January 3rd. It's fine. Don't let yourself get down about that because I know that feeling all too well. I have a list on my notes of what I took away from the year 2022. And there's a lot of things, but... When I wrote all these down, I was sitting at the mall and I was organizing footage on my computer that's from my like vlog camera because of course I want to make a 2022 montage for YouTube, but that's going to take me so long. So it's probably not even going to be posted by the time you're listening to this episode. But if it is, go watch it. But as I was going through all that footage is how I wrote down all these lessons. And this probably doesn't even just, this likely scratches the surface of everything that 2022 taught me, but what I have at the top of my list, the first realization that I had at the beginning of this year is how important it is for you to surround yourself with your family and to mend your relationships with your family if they're broken and it's something that's in your control. Of course, I understand that in a lot of situations, you're not in control of your relationship with whoever it may be in your family. Maybe they're struggling with something and they're the ones who won't come around, but If you are the one holding yourself back from building a relationship, a closer relationship with your dad, your mom, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, whoever it is, take the time to do so because family is so valuable. I lost my grandpa last December and it was really unexpected and it was really hard and I was never super, super, super close with my grandpa, but my my mom was and she just... I watched her break in that time and we had we celebrated his life had his funeral in January so that's the footage I was going through and it was just really clicking for me that family is so important and it was so sad that we had to lose someone to really bring our family together and I don't just mean my immediate family I'm talking our aunts and uncles and our cousins and our family that doesn't live in the same state as us when my grandpa passed away we all got together and had the most incredible time And it just reminded me that like life is really short and we can lose each other. We can lose anyone in our life in the blink of an eye. And I've also just seen too many people pass away lately. Like I'm on this really weird stage where a lot of my grandparents, not my grandparents, but like my friend's grandparents, we're just at the age where people are passing away. And it's a wake up call. Like it really just reminds you that family is everything and family is something that you are going to have forever. And I could do this whole episode just talking about family because I also again have told you this before when I went to Hawaii the past couple years I would just run away for months at a time and I would come home and realize that my parents got older and that my brothers got older and I just would sit there and be like wow I missed it like I'm missing them growing up so that I can be going and doing what and it's a whole conflict in my mind that we can dive into another time because at the same time I tell myself I'm young and this is my time to go explore and see the world, but we'll get into that another time. For now, I just want you to remember that family is something that you have forever. 
and you should keep it really close to your heart and you should take the time to appreciate your family. And I wrote a little, um, not a poem. You guys know I don't write poems. I write like pieces. I wrote one and it's on my TikTok somewhere. I think it's like on reminders. It's also on my Instagram story highlight. I don't want to read it right now because it'll take me too long, but maybe I should read it. No, I'm going to do a whole episode on family and I'll read it then because I'm only on the first one and I've been talking for eight minutes already. I see I'm getting my energy back, you guys. I'm, I'm feeling wide awake right now. The next one that I have written down is traveling and how beautiful it is and how valuable it is. And before, like you, I understand that travel is expensive and I understand that it is not accessible to everyone based on where you are and at, where you are at in your life, whether it's school or it's a nine to five job or you can't take time away or you can't afford it. Whatever the case is, I understand that. I'm not telling you go travel every single week. I'm saying hop on board to every opportunity that you can. If you getting to travel means you're going to have to stay up all night for two nights in a row to finish schoolwork or to finish your work or to, I don't know, work a double, I recommend you do it because there is nothing that has more influence on like my life than travel has. I have learned so much from other people around the world. I have learned so much about different cultures just in different states, not even like around the country because I got a globe for Christmas and it's my favorite gift, by the way. It's from Wendy Gold Studios, I think. My mom got it for me. And it has pushpins to put in every place you've been. And I feel pretty well-traveled. Like, I went to a bunch of different places this summer. Um, different countries, all that. And I put all the pushpins in my globe and I spun the globe around. And I realized I have barely, barely, barely touched, like, one-tenth of the world. And I was like, wow. Okay, wake-up call. I still have a lot of things to see. But really what I'm trying to tell you is that Travel just reaches a different point, part of your body, of your soul, of your mind that I can even explain. Like hop on every opportunity that you can to travel. Save up the money to travel. Instead of spending your money, and this is again a personal opinion, you don't have to agree with it. These are my takeaways. 100% all day long, instead of buying something designer, instead of buying something that has a name brand on it, save up your money and buy a flight and go somewhere else. You will meet the most inspiring people. You will hear the coolest stories. You will see nature that just opens your eyes in a way that nothing else can. Moving on. Kind of goes along with this. Money comes and goes. 2022 taught me that there are going to be points where I'm not going to be making any money. And again, that's something I signed up with like social media as my job. There's months where I won't get a single brand deal. And then I'll get a brand deal that like makes up for both of those months of not getting work, you know? And I just tell myself, I, I always say the mantra, the affirmation, whatever you want to call it, you can't, you have to spend money to make money. And I will say it over and over and over again. And that is what makes me feel okay about spending my money. Like a lot of times people will comment on my TikToks or I'll get DMs. They're like, how can you afford to do all this? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know if I can. I'm really just risking it and I'm hoping that everything works out. And I'm also just living so much in this moment and trusting God for the future and trusting that things will come when they need to come. And all that being said, there's times where I have to say no to things because it's not something that's in the budget or whatever the case may be. I'm just telling you all my optimistic thoughts right now because they work wonders in my mind and they work wonders in my life. And you can call me crazy and delusional, but this stuff really does work. And I'm trying to get back to this version of myself because I've noticed the past couple months I haven't been doing that and my life has felt different. I have felt less um, abundant versus when I'm constantly just acting like I have all this abundance and like my words are magic and and everything will just come to fruition if I say it will it actually did 
Like, I don't even know what to say but that. Like, I'm just telling you guys, the proof is in the pudding. Just be positive, okay? Be optimistic. Spend your money and your money will come. But also, work hard, okay? You have to work hard to make the money. But I'm saying once you make the money, don't hold on to it, okay? Life is too short to just hold on to your money because, again, it can be over in the blink of an eye. Spend the money that you make, okay? You deserve to. You deserve to go places and see the world and do things and chase experiences. Next one. Memories last a lifetime. Now, I'm not exactly sure like where my thought process was with this one. Oh, okay. Basically, let me try to... I've, I've explained this in an episode before, but I'm going to try to give you the shortened version of it. Everything that you go through in your life, like the good, the bad, the really bad, like the times where I was at my lowest this year, I was also creating some of the best memories ever. And I've explained that to you. That was like Hawaii um, this year. I was kind of at a low point, but I was also like meeting people who are my best friends now and and creating these lifelong memories. And now when I look back on that, all I remember are the good memories. Like I don't feel physically what I felt then. And I guess what I'm trying to explain with that and what I want you to take away from that is that it's going to pass and eventually you're only going to remember the good and it's okay. It's okay to be sad because it's going to be fine. You know, eventually you're only going to be able to remember the good. And this goes back all the way even to 2021 when I literally was at the lowest point I had been in a really, really long time. Even looking back on that, it took me much longer, but I can look back on that and only remember the good memories and I can, I'm healed. So what I'm telling you is that you're going to heal. Quick intermission. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We all hold way too much heaviness on our shoulders, on our chest. We keep things in our mind that we need to release. And sometimes it feels like there's nobody in our life that we can release our feelings to. And that's why I am the world's number one advocate for therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly been too long since I've been but we're constantly carrying around so many big stresses and we keep it bottled up and it can affect us and the people around us so negatively. So I believe that going to therapy isn't only something that's good for you, but also good for the people around you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I want you to try BetterHelp. It is designed for you. It is designed online. You can connect with a therapist through a chat, through a video call, through a phone call. You can change therapists at no cost. It is made to be easy and affordable for you. It's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge, like I said. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash moments today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash moments. We all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin, and you just take two little capsules a day. It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science, and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome, it's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, 
and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash moments. Code 25moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. Moving on. Because I know I think that you guys want to hear my resolutions more than you want to hear what I learned. But I, I think they're both very valuable. So take what you want. If you want my resolutions, just probably skip. But don't skip because I think this stuff is valuable. Next one is the world is bigger than you think. I kind of just touched on that talking about my globe experience. But I I don't even know. Uh, something about traveling this year. I went to I went to a lot of national parks and... I learned this in 2021 too, but it just kind of reclicked for me in 2022. Wait, 21? Okay, glitching. <laughs> I did a few hikes where we would climb up to the top of these mountains and you look around and all you see is mountains and people look minuscule. They look like little ants. It's like being on an airplane and you're, you're flying up and you see the people get smaller and smaller and smaller and the cars get smaller and smaller and smaller and you realize that you are small and that the world is big. And sometimes you deserve to just breathe and to just be and to recognize that I don't want this to sound bad, but like you're literally an ant and literally nothing that you do matters because you are on a floating rock in space. And that being said, you can also, though you may mean nothing, you can also do something that can impact everyone in the world. It's a very crazy thing to think about. Like it's one of those things where if I'm staying up late at night, it hits 2 a.m. That's what's going through my mind. How I am, I'm nothing but I could be everything. Like, I don't know. It's crazy to me. The next one, moving on again, laugh a lot. Like literally laugh as much as you can. Hang out with people whose company you enjoy. I always have this conflict where I I am an extroverted introvert. Like I come across as an extrovert, but I really, really do thrive in being alone and I enjoy my alone time. But I've also learned that when I'm with the right people, I can see myself a little bit more as an extrovert. Like, I don't know how all of that works, but I think it is so powerful to spend your time with people that you love and that you can laugh with. And I don't know. I just have to remind myself this all the time because I will choose being alone versus even just going to hang out with Lisette. I'll be like, no, I'll stay home instead of going out at her house because at her house, like, I won't get anything done. We'll just laugh about stupid stuff. But 2022 taught me that laughing about stupid stuff is productive and you deserve to go have fun. And having fun is is part of a valuable life. You don't have to be working all the time, you know? The next one, I'm going to try to go through these a little bit quicker. I promise, is that you have to let yourself cry. Like, I, I'm still working on learning this one because it's not going very well for me. I have a really hard time with crying. I'll randomly start crying if I'm on my period or something about something stupid. But I have a such a hard time, like, forcing my, Like, not forcing myself to cry, but if I really am sad... And I, and I need to cry, sometimes it just doesn't come out. It really depends on the day and it depends what exactly is happening. But if you have the power to cry, just cry. Don't hold your tears back. Don't let things build up and bubble up because eventually you'll overflow. It's like you'll be a can of Coke and then someone puts a mento in and then boom, you explode. And instead of letting that happen, just let yourself fizz out over time, gradually, okay? And let the waves and the cycles just be consistent versus like so up and down. Does that make any sense? I, I hope so. Um, the next one I wrote down is accept that you are going to cry. Like as much as you have to let yourself cry, like accept that there are going to be times when you're going to be sad. Like you can never have it all perfect. And 
that's fine. You don't have to, okay? You're a human. None of us are ever going to all have it perfect, okay? Just hang in there, okay? And let yourself go through the waves and the motions and, and understand that it's okay to feel like shit sometimes. We're human. Next one I wrote down, people suck. Um, I don't even need to dive deeper into this. You're going to deal with people who are going to make you really upset. They're going to make you hate yourself. They are going to make you feel unworthy and unvalued. And what I have to say to that is just one, recognize it, understand it. Don't try to change these people. Just walk away, okay? You don't need it. You don't deserve it. You deserve so much more than that. And good people are going to come around too. And I didn't write that down, but it's true. Just as much as people suck, sometimes you're also going to encounter some of the most incredible people in this lifetime. And just keep your heart open, okay? Don't let one shitty person ruin you. Next one. Uh, Life is better when you don't set any expectations. And I will take this one to the grave. Like, just let things happen the way that they're supposed to happen. I have lived a life with very high expectations. And it's kind of draining to let yourself down constantly. Because obviously life is going to happen in mysterious ways. And things are not going to go the way you planned 90% of the time. Um, And you don't have control of that. But you do have control of how you react to it. And it's a lot easier to react in a happy, like, fulfilled and just appreciative way when there weren't expectations in the first place so now I live my life it is what it is like I don't have I'm going with the flow I am taking it day by day because that is what we're here to do to take it day by day next be independent okay don't rely on anyone or anything because people can be gone in the blink of an eye money can be gone in the blink of an eye you though like if you're relying on someone for either of those things you need to be independent, okay? You need to learn how to be alone um, and enjoy your time alone and learn how to do things alone. And I'm saying this all very confidently, even though my mom helps me with everything when it comes to like financials and customer service and like all sorts of things. But what I mean is just don't be codependent, okay? Work on being able to be alone with your emotions and with your physical things too. Next is stay curious, okay? Never settle down. I have said this one for a really long time too. Life is too short to just pick one thing, okay? If you want to keep adventuring and keep trying new things, I will always encourage you to do so because staying curious helps you stay a child in a good way. And I think that we all need to stay little kids forever because I like the way a little kid's mind works a lot more than an adult mind works. And I think that you should always try out new things that you want to try. Um, You're going to love a lot more things in this lifetime. You're going to love a lot more people in this lifetime. So stay curious, okay? Don't settle down. Stay open-minded. Next one, go to therapy. I literally love therapy. I started going to therapy in 2021. So I guess all of 2022, I was in therapy. And that's not to say I go every single week. It gets really expensive and I can't go every single week. But I try to go at least... I still want to have my therapist on and on here. That's a New Year's resolution for sure. But I love it. I go to therapy even when I'm happy. Um, I go to therapy when I'm having a breakdown. I text my therapist when I need to talk to her. And I enjoy every second of it. I think that it's super valuable to talk to someone who wants to listen to you. There's something so special about speaking to someone who is genuinely listening to where you're coming from. And... I just feel this so strongly and it's nothing against my friends um, in any way, shape or form. I I just sometimes will talk about things that are very deep and emotional and feel like I'm not being listened to or like just feel like I'm being dramatic when I'm telling it to the wrong ears. And 
I don't know, therapy kind of takes away from, takes that away because I get to talk to someone who one understands what I'm feeling and what I'm talking about and, and wants to help me feel better. And again, that's not that my friends don't want me to feel better. It's just, you guys get what I'm saying. Sometimes talking to your friends about what you're feeling emotionally is a lot harder than talking to a therapist about it. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere, but just listening to the podcast, makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. Next one I have is start conversations, okay? I'm still working on this one. So this is also a New Year's resolution of mine is to, if I'm in public, like start a conversation. You never know who you're going to meet. And I really want to, like I said, I'm an introvert and I have a really hard time just talking to random people in public. But the people that I love the most are the people who just talk to random people in public. And I read this somewhere, like everything that we... Well, first of all, everything that we dislike about others is a projection of like something that we hold within ourselves. And it also goes the other way around. So if I admire the way that someone can be so talkative to a stranger in public, it's because I have that capability within me and I just need to unleash it and and start doing it. So my New Year's resolution is just to talk to people. Like if I'm in line at a grocery store and I like the person next to me's shoes, I'm going to tell them and then I'm going to ask them their name and I'm going to start a conversation and... 
I don't know, I'm going to gain something from it. And we're both going to leave the grocery store in a much better mood than we walked in because, I don't know, a little compliment can go a long way. The next one is something I'm still very much working on. (laughs) Don't expect what you don't clearly communicate. People cannot read your mind. Um, Simple as that. And I struggle with this because I like to think that people can read my mind. They can't. You have to talk about what it is that you want or nothing's going to change. You can't get mad at someone for not changing when you haven't told them what you would like them to change. It's a different story if you have. But that's a conversation for another guy. Next one is never change to please temporary people. And the example I'm going to give you for this one is not one from my personal life, recently at least, but just a general example here. Imagine a girl in high school changes everything about her personality so that this boy, this senior, she's a junior, take that into account, this senior who's going to college likes her. She changes everything about who she is for three whole months, four whole months, five, six months for this boy to like her. And then this boy goes off to college and she's lost and she can't find herself and she's confused. Why did I do this? Who did I do this for? Who even am I? What do I love? Never change who you are for someone in your life who is going to be temporary. And you know deep down who is going to be temporary and who is not. Um, And if you don't, journal about that person and I promise you'll find more answers than you even realize. Some things are healthier from a distance. Um, This can go for friendships. This can go for relationships, I guess. But for me, the one lesson I really took away was that friendships can be healthier from a distance depending on who the people are and what stages you're at in your life. It's okay if you have a friend who is a healthier relationship from a distance. And I think I've talked about that on other episodes. Can't remember right now. Next one is where I'm looking at my list and I can't read it. Hold on. Staying active actually makes you feel better. Um, This one is definitely something that I have learned. And it's just to remind you that physically moving your body is going to emotionally make you feel better. I have a really hard time when I'm in a funk and I'm going through it and I'm facing like a little season of depression in my life. I don't want to move. I don't have motivation to go work out or be active or go for a walk. But I can pinky promise you that from experience, it's going to make you feel better and it's going to be really hard to get yourself up um, and moving and going, but you should do it. And I don't know what stage you're at in your life right now, but next time you're laying in bed and you don't want to get up, I want you to hear my voice in the back of your mind reminding you that you're going to feel better if you just walk around the block, if you just pace around your room, if you put on your favorite song and you dance around the room, like you are going to feel better. If you stretch your body, if you do hip openers, fun fact, Hip openers are really, really good for releasing your emotions. So if you ever feel like you're bottled up all your tears and you want to cry, um, Google pigeon pose. It's a yoga pose or just Google hip openers and you'll feel it. The tears will come out. We'll get into that another time because also another one of my New Year's resolutions is to dive back into all my yoga stuff because I have always been really passionate about it. And then, I don't know, life happens and there's so many things I want to do. And sometimes it feels like I can't do them all. But yoga is something I'm diving back into in 2023. Next one is taking risks is always worth it. Like if even if everything fails, you're going to learn a lesson. Um, but there's a very likely chance that it's not going to fail. And you are going to be so glad that you took that risk because you gained something from it. And even if on the surface it doesn't seem like you did, you better dive deep into those thoughts and find something that you gained for it. Because never forget that 90% of life is what happened. No. I said that's so wrong. 90% of life is how you make meaning of it. And 10% of life is what actually happens. So 
Do what you want with that information. The next one is burnout is real. It is so real. You are going to burn out if you don't give yourself balance. And I think that that's a huge thing I'm working on in my life. Uh, That being said, I also feel like I'm constantly chasing balance. So we're, we're working on that. I don't really know where we're at with that one. But burnout's real. Simple as that. Uh, Next is, if you don't believe it can happen, it's not going to happen. This goes back to my delusional optimism, my reminding you to say your affirmations, my dreaming big and believing that things are going to happen for you. You have to do all of that. If you don't even believe in yourself, it's not going to happen for you. And I promise, I genuinely promise because I've done both and I know how it works. And if you don't believe in yourself, nothing is going to, it's not going to work. Whatever you're manifesting isn't going to work if you don't genuinely believe that it's going to. Like delusionally believe that it's going to happen. I don't care how crazy your dream is. Next one. Stay young forever. Kind of touched on this a couple times. Being a kid is so important. Um, I think that age really is just a number, but not in the weird way where it's like, oh, age is just a number and he's 50 and you're 20. Not like that. I genuinely mean it is just a number and you don't have to age just because Physically, you're getting older. Mentally, you can stay young, okay? You can gain wisdom and maturity, of course, but please never stop being a kid and never judge someone who lets their inner child be free. Uh, That's something super important to me and something that I've noticed. Like, I think it's a huge red flag when someone judges someone else for the way that they get excited or what things make them, I don't know, laugh really hard. Like, never judge someone for the way that they show their happiness. I think I've touched on that before in in this podcast at some point, but please remember that. Like, write that down somewhere. Never judge someone for how they show happiness because to me, that's happiness is your inner child. Um, Moving on. I keep saying, um, sorry. The next one is every once in a while a hangover is worth it. I was going through some footage of us drunk on a night out and I am the big, I get really bad anxiety. I have told you 10 million thousand times how much I hate being hungover and how much drinking is like really hard for me because of what it does to me the next couple days and how I, I just I get really anxious but I was watching that footage and I was listening to how hard we were laughing and like the stupid shit that we were doing and what I learned is that a hangover is worth it sometimes and I, I need to just remind myself of that next time I'm like I'm never drinking again it really was going to be one of my new year's resolutions to stop drinking but I don't think I want to do that I think that I'm just, again, working on that balance. Okay. Next is you need sunshine. You need fresh air. These are two things that you have to have in this life. If you want to feel happiness, if you want to feel joy, you need to go outside. I'm sorry, but like being indoors is a trap. It is like, it feels like a mouse trap. I can be having the worst day ever. And I can walk outside if the sun is out. And immediately feel better. Like there, it's scientifically proven that sunshine is going to increase your mental health. Not increase it, but you know what I mean. It's going to make you feel better. Your your mental health is going to be better if you go out in the sunshine. And I don't want to hear the excuse, well, I don't have any sunshine where I live. Okay, go, go do a polar plunge in the snow. Like you have to work with what you got, okay? Genuinely. You have to make the best of what you have. Obviously, if we are constantly not paying attention to the beauty of what's around us, we're going to feel like shit, okay? Walk outside, go make a snowball, throw it at your mom, throw it at your brother. I don't know. Go outside though and go be in nature because fresh air and sunshine, like literally the next thing I have written down, didn't even know. 
is that nature has healing powers. Like I said about the hikes and the traveling and like going out in nature, that's one thing that I really wish I had in Florida was more nature. Like I have the ocean, don't get me wrong, I love my ocean and I appreciate it every single day. But I I do often wish I had a mountain or a forest or like a really big tree that's 10 times the size of me. If you have that, go be part of it. Go to a national park once a month if you live near one. Uh, I think they sell the annual card for $80 or so and you can use it for a whole year and it works for every single national park. I think I do that every year and it's worth it, 100%. Um, Next is, okay, this kind of goes back to, I, I wrote this one down as I was going through some footage from January, February, and it was that some things and some people are just meant to be memories. And I think that this is a very valuable reminder for people who are not in our lives anymore, not like because they pass, but because we've moved on to different stages in our life or I don't know, things just didn't work out, whatever the case was. Um, For anyone who's not in your life, instead of sitting there and, and wishing that they were or trying to figure out what happened and where it went wrong, I think it's a lot easier to just accept that some things and people are just meant to be memories. And it's as simple as that. And you will have the memories forever. And you had the experience. And you can look back on it with appreciation instead of why is it gone and why don't I have it anymore? Um, You get what I'm saying? And that's all I wrote down for what I took away from 2022. Again, I don't even think that scratched the surface. There were so many lessons along the way. But... We're going to move on to some of my New Year's resolutions. And again, even those, I don't have them all written down. I just have written down a bunch of random things, but let's just get into them. I also encourage you to go in the notes of your phone or go in a journal and write down what you learned in 2022. Obviously, you and I probably learned different things because it was a different year for us both. We had different lessons that came around and we experienced different things and I don't know. I just want you to reflect on what it is that you felt this year and what you learned this year and also what you want to do this upcoming year. Well, I guess now I'm getting myself really confused because I'm recording this before the year's over, but I'm talking anyways. Here's what some of my goals for 2023 are. Uh, The first thing that I have written down is that I prioritize others. I volunteer, I get involved, and I make an impact across the world. And This has always been something that I've been super passionate about and it's not that 2022 was a selfish year for me. I still really valued doing things for the world and trying to be a good person and like reaching other people. But I can confidently say that hands-on and physically, it was selfish. I, I traveled, I ran around, I explored, I didn't do any volunteering and I don't know, I just took the time for me, which I think is just as beautiful and I think that there needs to be balance, but I'm really feeling drawn into and this sounds so cringy and cheesy, I know, but it's real for me at least. And it's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling so called to prioritize others and not just people. I mean, I'm volunteering at the dog shelter right now and it makes me really, really happy, but just put myself second, not in like this bad way, like not like I just genuinely want to help other people feel good. And that's what my mission kind of feels like this year. And moving on. I don't have to explain myself. I don't know why I always feel like I need to explain myself so deeply whenever I think I sound cringe. Like confidently, yes, I want to prioritize other people and making the world a better place in 2023. And I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it together. Next, I want to get my substitute teacher certification. It's just like this course that I take online and 
I want to sign up for it in the new year and I want to substitute teach at least a couple times a month because it's very easy to do. Um, substitute teachers are lacking kind of all over right now in the U.S. And also I really, really wanted to be a teacher when I was younger. Like whenever I was in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and people would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? Besides, obviously, like I think at one point I wanted to be a ballerina, but besides that, I always wanted to be a teacher. And then obviously life happened the way that it did. I'm, I'm not a teacher. I think in some ways I am. I'm a yoga teacher. Uh, but I wanted to be a teacher because my teachers had the biggest impact in my life. Um, some were shitty. Like I had some really bad teachers. I uh, wish them the best, but not my homies. And I have other teachers who I still keep in touch with to this day. Who I watch their Instagram stories and they watch mine and I... And the person that I am today because of all of our teachers, all of us, let me rephrase that. All of us are who we are today because of the teachers that we grew up with. And whether you believe it or not, it's very true. We spent so much time with all of our teachers and they, they literally taught us what we know. So I don't know. I think they're valuable. And I think that it would be really, really cool to dip my toes into doing that. Of course, I can't commit to a full school year or being an actual teacher uh, to be able to do all the things is impossible. But it would be really cool to be a substitute teacher because I love teachers so much. Uh, next one. Moving on. Sorry, I've been talking for 35 minutes. And I barely even pause, too. Sometimes when I record, I have to pause a couple times because I lose my train of thought. I think I've only paused this a couple times. Let's go. I want to volunteer three times a week, at least. I Ideally, I, again, I'm not setting myself up to these super high standards because I don't want to let myself down. But I want to volunteer three times a week, whether it's in the morning or the afternoon I would love to do that. But if I can do, like push myself, whenever I'm in town, because I know I'm going to be traveling a lot again, I would like to volunteer every day that I'm home. Uh, If it's at the dog shelter, if it's at the school that I volunteer at, or if it's at somewhere else that I'm going to go start volunteering at, wherever it is, five days a week if I can. Because giving back makes me feel really good. And especially, like I just said, in 2022, I did a lot for myself. I want to give back. And honestly, I feel more myself when I am giving back. I don't know. I think that that's human nature. We all feel good when we give. It's like, it's real. Next one. I've told you a million times I'm working on a guided journal and it's going through like a publishing company now and it's legit and it's real. And the goal for 2023 is to finalize it. Um, I have to tell you, it's not coming out until 2024. Isn't that crazy to think about? Like publishing takes forever. It just makes me realize how long books are written before they actually come out. So spring 2024, mark your calendars. The guided journal is coming out. But in 2023, I want to finalize it and have it go into production. Next is I want to get a studio for the Moments podcast. I want to get an office space and pay a monthly rent or whatever it may be and make it like a a Moments recording studio, but also like a little photo studio where I can shoot the Moments merch and just, I don't know, have fun little creative photo shoots because I really do like photography. Obviously, I like nature photography more than studio photography. I don't know why I said obviously. You guys wouldn't know that. See, now I'm starting to ramble. Now we're really going into the ramble mode. But I think that that would be cool. And again, these are very personalized resolutions and goals. And I honestly call this my 2023 bucket list instead of my 2023 resolutions. But I'm just going to share them with you because I don't know. You'll take inspiration from them if you want. If not, you can end the, the podcast here. I don't know. Next is that I want to redo my house. I love my house. It's my safe place and it makes me the happiest girl in the world. But there's just a couple things I want to change. I want to, I just realized my throat hurts a little bit. It's really not the vibe considering my, shut up Lexi. I want to get a new rug in the podcast room and I want to redo my room and I just ordered new 
a new bed frame and a new dresser and all that stuff for my bedroom. Excited. You'll see it on TikTok. Next is I want to go to a TEDx conference so badly. The number one thing on my bucket list is to give a TED talk. I don't think I'm ready to do it yet because I don't think I could figure out one specific topic to talk about yet, but I want to go to a conference and listen to people give TED talks with my whole heart because I think they're the coolest things. That's definitely happening in 2023. I want to learn Spanish. I want to take a photography class. I want to learn how to shoot manual film cameras because I have a bunch of manual film cameras, but they all have an auto setting and I want to be able to like learn how to use the aperture and the shutter speed and the ISO and all that stuff. I want to build out my, I have a shed in my backyard. I want to turn it into like a bar slash yoga room and I have those silks that you can hang from and do yoga from. I want to put those up there. I want to go to Glacier National Park because I've wanted to go there for two years. I want to buy land in the middle of nowhere and hopefully one day, I don't know, build on it or do something really incredible with it. Make it a farm or something. Um, I have a dream to do a free people campaign. It would be really cool to make that happen in 2023. Like this is just me speaking it into existence and manifesting it. I think it would be really, really cool to do like a a Moments X free people movement campaign. And if you guys like think that should happen, you should definitely DM free people movement and be like, do a campaign with Lexi's podcast. I don't know. I'm just dreaming. I think it could be great. I love their brand more than anything. I'm literally wearing all free people right now. Moving on. It's a dream. I also would love to design a Converse. And I think that these are two really big dreams because the social media, influencer, marketing, this whole department is like very oversaturated right now. And I think that there's a lot of people in it. And these brands are really just, I don't know, they're not, we'll see, okay? I'm gonna keep dreaming and I'm gonna keep dreaming big. I would love to do a brand deal with Converse. Not even a brand deal, like design a shoe and raise all the money for charity or something awesome. Three people I'd like to have on the Moments podcast are Andrew Huberman, Jay Shetty, and Brene Brown. They're some of my biggest inspirations. I listen to their podcasts and I listen to no podcast except theirs. So that would be really cool. I would also love to finish four classes, not the the kind of classes I don't get credits for, like the one I'm taking now, just because, I don't know, I think that that would make me feel really good about myself. I want to go to five new countries. I want to go to Badlands National Park because I've never been to the Dakotas and I would love to cross some new states off. I want to go to North Carolina. I just saw it a lot last year and I really feel inspired to go this year. I want to go to Thailand so badly. I want to experience Thailand. I want to make Thai food and Pad Thai in Thailand and I want to pet the elephants and save the elephants. I don't know. Sounds incredible. It's a dream for sure. I want to go to Australia. I want to meet the people in Australia. I would love to... I have a lot of of goals, I think, now that I'm reading this. But hey, anything can happen when you put your mind to it, right? I want to live in New York City for... Not live. For two or three weeks, I want to go visit New York City and learn how the subway works. And just, I don't know, be able to say I went there and I really experienced the city. I would love to model for something. And that's kind of a stretch for me. I really don't mess with the modeling industry all that much because it's so based on appearance. And I don't know, that just makes me uncomfy a little bit. But I also think it could be cool to model for something like inclusive and that just is going to make people feel good and and love themselves. And I don't know. I also think modeling's cool. Like when I was younger, I really wanted to be a model because I had these long legs and and freckles. And everyone's like, you should model. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized if I were to model, they would tell me I have to lose weight. And I just think that's weird and wrong. And I don't want to do that. And most of the models I know really struggle with their body image. And they're the most beautiful people ever. So, okay, ramble. Ramble, ramble. I want to lead a school assembly. 
I would really like to do that. Like that would be so cool. Go to a middle school and just talk about mental health and how it's okay to feel these different things. And I don't know. That sounds so awesome. Um, I would love to get involved with the mental health organization. I really want to go on a mission, mission trip with Meredith. I want to go to Colorado. I want to go to Nashville. I would love to do a solo trip this year. I haven't really done one yet besides for like a day or something. But a solo trip I think would be really good for my soul. Soul. Solo trip. I don't know. I want to go bungee jumping. It's been on my bucket list forever. Uh, the scary kind where you're like jumping into a canyon. I wrote down that I'd like to buy a van again. But I might save that one for 2024. We'll see how the year goes and what happens. Because that's expensive. And I don't really have anyone to go with me yet. But we'll see where life takes us. This is just me speaking things into existence. I'm going to go to church at least once a month. My dad got me a Bible for Christmas. And I really want to start reading it. I have a really good relationship with Jesus. I have a great relationship personally with God and my religion. But I don't know. I'm weird with religion sometimes just because Christianity can feel very cultish. Um, and please nobody come for me for this. Like I've already been hated on for the way I view Christianity before. I'm just saying I really want to be able to understand the religion better. And I don't know. We'll dive into that on a whole nother episode because we could. We could talk about it. Anyways. I want to go on Pinterest every day for 10 minutes. Sounds silly, but Pinterest is a very healthy social media for me and it actually inspires me and it shows me photo inspo and like house inspo and I think it's just, it's a really good kind of way for me to get inspired every day. I want to read 20 to 40 books in the whole year. I think that gives me plenty of time and I gave myself a nice span because I don't want to let myself down. I just want to read more. I have a bunch of books and I've purchased so many books that I haven't read yet this year they're all being read. I want to listen to at least two podcasts every week. I want to watch the sunrise at least twice a week. Uh, all these things for when I'm home. When I travel, they get a little bit harder. I want to make a video for Urban Youth Impact, which basically I can dive deeper into that once I know how to dive deeper into it. It's somewhere I want to volunteer. It's basically just helps lower income families and kids like get on their feet and we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that another time. I want to start my mini documentary series where I interview people everywhere I travel and I make a video that goes along with their interview and I don't know, I just think it would be really cool. I don't, again, why am I explaining myself for these dreams? I really don't need to. I want to go on a talk show. I really love Drew Barrymore. Like that would be so cool to go on Drew Barrymore's talk show. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen, okay? Or any talk show at that. Um, delete unneeded pictures and videos. We started the episode off with this. It, it needs to happen ASAP. Uh, I want to do an overnight hike. I want to go camping. Badly, I dream of camping and then waking up to a sunrise on a mountain. And I want to be able to run eight miles straight through or run a half marathon. This one's a stretch, okay? I don't know where this came from, but something came over me and I wrote it down. So if it happens, that would be really cool. No phone 30 minutes before bed. I also want to buy myself an alarm clock so I don't have phone alarms. I have like an actual, you have to hit it to turn it off alarm clock. I need to pick an airline and stick with it because I have wasted so much money flying all sorts of different airlines. Um, I want to go camping. I want to do a Canada road trip. I want to do a road trip with Meredith. I want to hit a total of 35 states. I don't know what I'm at right now. Probably not too far. Um, I want to live in California for two or three weeks, just like New York City. I want to go on a camping trip with Hannah Jara because she's I love her with my whole heart. I want to meditate at least 10 minutes a day, whether it's the morning or the night or the middle of the day, 10 minutes meditation. I want to go to a fashion week, whether it's New York Fashion Week or Paris Fashion Week. I want to 
share my poems more often than I write down in my notes. I want to take photography more seriously. I want to backpack for a month. I want to go to Iceland and I want to get a new car. So this is just, I started this list like three days ago and I've written down a lot of things. And it's kind of just my way of predicting my own future and creating my future in the way that I want to. And I think that you should do the same. It's okay if you don't do everything on this list, but it's really cool to have it written down because even if like a version of you five years from now looks back at this list and you haven't accomplished something on there, maybe that is a good year to go back to it. I don't know. It just helps you reflect on different versions of you and what you wanted at different points in your life. And I've been talking your ear off for 46 minutes, but I guess the last thing that I have to tell you is that I'm really proud of you and this year is going to be really, really incredible for you and I believe in you and this year is also going to be really incredible for the Moments Podcast because I'm dedicating myself to my goals. I don't I don't know. The past few months, I've obviously kept doing the podcast and I love it and I take care of it and I do as much as I can with it, but I want to level it up like I tell you every week. But 2023 is going to be the year and I've got big dreams and I'm, I'm really excited that you guys are along for the ride and for the journey and we're going to see what happens, okay? We're going to see what I end up doing. As of right now, I have not a single thing planned, not a single trip, not a single nothing. So we'll see. One day at a time, going with the flow. I'm really excited for you guys to experience 2023 too. And I'm lucky we have each other in this life because I learn a lot from you and you guys inspire me every day to keep dreaming big. And I love you a lot. Okay, we'll talk next Monday. Bye. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.